This is Together 24-7, episode 78. So before we start the episode, Catherine, I wanted to talk to our listeners about what we do that we're together 24-7. People ask us all the time, how are you together 24-7? What do you do? What do we do that doesn't cause me to kill you? And me to kill you. Uh, Not so much that, but seriously, folks, we coach and we help people who want to, couples who want to be together 24-7, who want to create a business with each other because we've been doing it successfully since 2003. And we, we work with you to create a plan. And to come up with rules in your business. To have a division of labor to figure out who does what and where your strengths and weaknesses are. And really important, we teach you how to not to push each other's buttons. So if you'd like to utilize our services, if you're thinking about going into business with your spouse or significant other, if you're exploring what businesses to do, or if you're in business with each other and you need to get to that next level and some personal stuff is getting in the way, let's sit down with you. We do a free consultation and then we can figure out whether or not our services are right for you. So Go to the website or give us a call at 602-399-7430. Welcome to Together 24-7, the show that talks to entrepreneurial couples about their business lives, their personal lives, and how to balance both without driving each other crazy. Here's your hosts, Barry and Catherine Cohen, showing how you can be business partners with your sweetheart and sweethearts with your business partner. Barry and Catherine have been married since 1996, in business together since 2003, and have survived to talk about it. Hi, Kat. Hi, Barry. What's new? Nothing since like we recorded some episodes like three minutes ago, and then when we're but I've missed you so much. Done here. We'll record. I'm in the office next to you. Enough. We have guests. We do. Guests are on the phone. Yeah. But I just like talking to you. I know. Well. That's for another day. We have Jeff and Camille Harmon on the phone. Uh, the name of the company is Conjunction LLC. I know what conjunction means. You have the song in your head, don't you? No, not Conjunction Junction song. Conjunction like, remember, you know when our friend Kara talks about the planets and the conjunction of the planets and the stars? and the, That's what Jeff does. Jeff is an astrologer. So he, uh, he does astrology and he's in film production. Jeff and Camille have been in business six years, so we'll hear a little bit about how that blends. Because I don't, I don't think Camille does like tarot card reading. I, I think that she. I'm does sure we'll find out exactly we'll find what she does. Exactly what she does. So, aside from keeping Jeff in line, it, well, that's 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 the job of every wife out there. They're uh, out of West Hills, California, married for the, together for 17 years, have one child, age 14 years. Want to hear a little bit about that? Jeff is a second-generation astrologer, and Camille started out as an actress. She started acting when she was 21. Not acting up, just acting. Okay. okay. I, got, I got it. I, I'm following. She's been a caterer, a faux finisher, a zookeeper, and a substitute teacher. Jeff has- That's a, the same as the zookeeper, isn't it? Pretty much depends on where you're <laughs> substitute teaching. <laughs> and Jeff has, has inspired her entrepreneurial spirit. Um, they lived out here in Arizona for a little bit. Well, down the street, kind of. Down the street, kind of, in Tucson. Down I-10, two hours. Down I-10. Yeah. I, can, I can make it in like 90 minutes. Yes, Leadfoot, I know. I can, I can. And um, apparently your meeting story is a good one. So, Jeff, Camille, tell us how you met. Oh, goodness. So, Jeff, do you want to tell the story? Sure, I can, yeah. Um, what happened was... I was 
basically at that time, that was in the 90s, I was really going heavily into Vedic astrology from the early 90s on. And um, I was studying with a couple of different uh, astrologers and we were one of one of them in particular, we were experimenting how we could get along in compatibility with women. And we found out that, in other words, could we compensate for someone astrologically incompatible? And this is way past sun sign stuff. And my conclusion was no. So I, I was really done going out with anybody. I was going to let the universe just bring it to me. So I, I would go out to Malibu and I would run the canyons late at night on my motorcycle just to relax. And I came to this 76 station, which is now an Exxon Mobil, right at the bottom of the PCH. Um, and this girl was pumping gas and she had a little convertible. It was a, um, what was that thing, Camille? Oh gosh. It was a Chrysler LeBaron. Yeah, it was a, yeah. Ooh, so K-car. It, it had a, yeah, a convertible. It had a bumper sticker that said, I love England. And I don't know why I really wasn't hitting on her. And I just, though, I thought she was very cute. And I, I looked over and said, what part of England? And she said, Wiltshire. And she went on about the crop circles and, some researchers that she was working with who I'm, I happen to know. So it was really interesting because we really hit it off and we exchanged cards and I never thought anything more of it after that. And about a month later, she called and said, Hey, remember me? I'm the girl at the gas station. Yeah. Yeah. So at that time, only the first earth cafe on Melrose was open. So we decided to meet there. And of course I brought my laptop. And the first thing I did is, Hey, if you don't mind, you mind if I run your chart? So I looked at the chart. And sure enough, we were very compatible. Um, and in Vedic astrology, there's very specific criteria. And I thought, wow, this is really interesting. And you tell the rest, Camille. Oh, well, you know, I thought it was kind of cool. This guy read my chart on the first date. And, um, I, of course, I had him check my last boyfriend I was with seven years. And he explained that relationship perfectly. So I was kind of impressed. <laughs> and, you know, here we are, we, you know, married with the kid and the whole deal. So it, it worked out. Yeah, once I saw the chart, I said, you know, just get your stuff and move in after about a month. And, you know, it was, it was great. <laughs> so the moral of the story is let the universe do its thing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, And it's I, only it's only glamorous to say you met someone at a gas station if it was in Malibu. This is true. This is yeah, true. yeah. yeah. If, if you said in Tucson, or in, nah. I met somebody no. at the gas station I, I on the throughway. City visiting my dad and and in Arizona, and I found the only way you can get a full set of teeth is three three gas station attendants. Right. <laughs> That's only in Tucson. That's not up here in Phoenix. That's sort of like how we started out when when you and I started chatting on the phone, Barry. I didn't I, run any numbers. No, you didn't run any, but I specifically asked you what your sign was. You did. I did. And I thought you were weird from that moment on. From that moment on. And the and the only reason is because there was a sign that I had realized I do not date anymore. I don't date. I don't have relationships with. I don't even think I have any friends in the uh, in the in the sign of Scorpio. I just can't get along with them. And we found out a lot about each other just by so it pays to ask somebody what sign they are because you find out a lot about a person. See, but in Vedic astrology, you may not be the sign you think you are. And Linda Goodman sold a lot of books promoting all those sun signs. And there is some accuracy to it. But it is so love, light, and clueless compared to real astrology. And that's that's the huge difference. Thanks for bursting my bubble. 
I don't know. We've been together twice. <laughs> really, I mean, there, there's some similarities. You know, right. if you look in the ancient Kabbalah, the sun is the sense of self. And, and it certainly has a lot to do with maybe our egoic self. But man, you look at other compat I've seen, there's millions of people born every day in the same sun sign, and they're not all the same. Look in their eyes. It's totally different. So uh, that, that means there's there's the possibility that there's someone out there that I'm more compatible with? Doubtful. Oh. <laughs> so seriously doubtful. It's not so much compatible as will they have you? Or tolerate me? Or tolerate you. Or tolerate you. <laughs> So that's uh, right. There you go. That's called karma, right? That's called that's called karma. <laughs> and it's biting someone in the butt right now. Sorry, Kat. <laughs> <laughs> that would be me. So Jeff, you started out by owning a recording studio and you've recorded and I'm dying with this one because I want to know the, if the it, opposite ends of the spectrum. spectrum. Mother yeah, Teresa and George Carlin. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, they they were you know, that's two, but there's many others. Right. The, I think those two are the most newsworthy, uh, clearly. And they're also two that I can mention. They're, they're actually passed away. Um, Mother Teresa, I was actually hired in the Midwest. I was in the Chicago, Milwaukee area. And I was hired to do a lot of different programming, uh, both filming, audio and video for um, various companies. And this one company had hired me, a religious organization, and they said to me one day, make sure you've got plenty of film, tape, and video because we've got a very special guest coming in. Next thing I know, the, the police show up with dogs sniffing bombs, you know, or dogs that sniff for bombs, and, and I'm giving Mother Teresa a hug. And we actually shot her for about two and a half hours. It was really amazing. She was very quiet and very nice. And uh, that's how that one came about. And I was I was very honored to do that. And the George Carlin was a whole nother story. George, I love George. He was a character. The um, in the nineties, I was doing a film pilot with a director named Barney Gerard, whose real name was Bernard Goldstein. He wrote the, I think he either wrote or filmed McHale's Navy, the first episode, and he had also done Harrison Ford's first movie, Dead Heat on a Merry-Go-Round, with James Coburn. And he said to me. I'm looking to do a TV pilot with Greg Morris from Mission Impossible and a bunch of other guys. So I, I worked on it with him and we were doing the soundtrack and I was in the studio down in Venice and I said, you know, this studio doesn't sound good. And the manager just said, yeah, I know. We've been trying to get it sounding better. He said, well, let me talk to the owner who was both George and Kelly Carlin. And oh. um, that's how I met George. And uh, I really liked him. He was, he was definitely... Definitely. As funny, if not funnier, in, in real life. Very interesting. So all all ends of the spectrum. Now yeah. you have you guys have a fourteen year old, and Jeff, you said you're a second generation astrologer. So, um, and and you didn't say son or daughter. A third generation astrologer. Oh, uh, I mean, is it, Aiden's it, interested in it? Um, my mother was was an astrologer, and she was really good at it, and um, she was really very accurate with my girlfriends. And that's when I said, okay, what are you doing? And that's when I started to learn it. And Aiden hasn't, he loves it. He's, he's amazed at his accuracy, especially with his girlfriends, but he hasn't learned it like I'd like him to learn it. And, you know, he's, he's only 14, but I, I would love him to learn it, especially the ancient systems, because it's so much more sacred than the modern stuff. It's, it's much more, um, 
I, I, there, there's so much more to it. it. It really proves we're souls having a physical experience. And um, we actually had Aiden with astrology. We, I told Camille, she's in a baby-making cycle. And I said, this is a great time to conceive a child. How and romantic. Actually, How yeah. romantic. <laughs> well, and, and we actually pick the time. And I, I do this for a lot of women where we've actually worked with doctors where the ovulation cycle and the lunar cycles oftentimes line up. Um, and when they do, that's clearly an indication that pregnancy is, is a good omen. And it, it's it's kind of a complex thing to explain, but long story short, we conceived, and I remember it was about four something in the morning, and um, she basically, you know, well, I felt like somebody hooked up a couple of double-aught cables to me from heaven. I just, I just knew she was pregnant. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She rolls over and goes to sleep. And was it about three? No, Camille, hold on a three? second. Hold on a second. Camille, was it that romantic, as romantic as Jeff is making it sound? No, the or way was... I remember it is we had a, a few dates for the year. There were like four dates in the whole year we were trying. And the first date, it was like four in the morning. And we set an alarm, but we turned it off and went back to sleep. And it was the second date that was like a more normal time. It was like, you know, 10 to midnight time frame. And that was no, the magic was one. That's a, it was, oh, it was? It was okay. Early, yeah, I remember right. turning yeah. off the alarm the first time they're going, oh, forget that one. We're too tired. But yeah. <laughs> and then it worked out. And then we, we actually, I had to go, um, induce labor because I was, I was really past my due date and, and contracting a lot and such. And, and so I, I went to the doctor and I said, you know, my husband's an astrologer. Does inducing labor allow us any kind of opportunity to pick a window and he said, sure. And so we picked this 18-hour window for Aiden to be born. And that worked out. And he was born within that window that we wanted. So uh, I had to go C-section after being in labor for a couple of days. But, you know, it all worked out. I mean, I'm little. I'm I, five I gotta foot tell my one. Story, and, and Jeff is 6'3". And we had a gigantic baby. But, you know, <laughs> it, it worked out. We, we know couples story. like you guys. Go ahead, Jeff. <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're out there. The the uh, I got to tell this story because there's an ancient legend. I don't know if you're familiar. You, your last name's Cohen, so you must. I don't know if you know Hebrew or not, but there's a book called the Sefer Haggadah, which in English means it's the book of legends. And it's a bunch of ancient texts that are really wonderful. And the, in the book, it talks about how the guardian angel is believed to attach the soul to the embryo at conception, which I believe is true. And whatever the amount of gestation time is, which is usually nine months for most women, um, when the child comes out of the womb, whether it's natural or C-section like Camille did, it is believed that the angel ties the soul permanently into the body at first breath. Now, I never knew if that was true. And I was holding Camille's hand. She was was you know under an epidural and she was shaking from, from the anesthesia. And they had the tent up and I could actually see over and around it a little bit. So I'm holding her hand. I was really worried about her. And the last thing I expected was I saw two lights. I didn't see any wings, didn't see any colors or anything, but two lights come in rapidly. And the second he was out and cried, it all happened at once. In fact, they cut the umbilical cord within seconds of that. It just joined as one, and to me, the room illuminated. And I've never experienced anything like that in my life. It, it made the, I, I just was, when they stand me up at the end and say, what was the best part of this incarnation? I'm going to say, that's certainly probably it. And I walked around, and he cried. He grabbed my thumbs, looked up, and 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 stopped crying. 
And uh, it was amazing. It was absolutely, absolutely one of the most astounding experiences of my life. And I believe that legend's true. Wow. You've actually, you've, you've proven that legend is true um, for you and for your family. So Jeff, you had started out as um, an astrologer and you've been doing this and you are second generation. And now you went full time, um, predominantly, you know, you became an astrologer full time in 2000. And that's when Camille came in and started working with you. So I guess this question is more to Camille. Why did you start working with Jeff? What is your role in the business? And, you know, and how do you support Jeff in what he does? Because you can't, I don't think you can just turn around and say, although I've seen people do it, you know, oh, well, now I'm an astrologer because I took an online course for oh, no, no, $29.99 no, no. and, and I'm a psychic medium too. Oh, no. You know, it's definitely a gift. I, I believe that. So what's your role in, in well, all of this? What happened was, um, I started doing promo for Jeff and pitching him to different radio shows. And he booked a very big paranormal radio show, Coast to Coast AM with George Nori. Love George in, Nori. In um, 2010. And then he booked another really big show called Veritas Radio. And it just kind of snowballed. He got so slammed with clients. I mean, from coast to coast, we've got enough clients to last like a year. It was crazy. And so I had to step in and immediately develop a system to handle all of those clients and um, be a full-time office manager for Jeff because all he could do was keep up with the actual physical sessions. I had to do all the emailing, all the billing, all the phone calling. And then also, you know, this, I mean, there was a bit of fame, you know, that came with that. And there was, I had to be a gatekeeper because a lot of people wanted to just call him and chit chat and, you know, say, Oh, well only, I just have one question or, you know, I had to kind of sort through well, I had a lot what of he could give his attention. Well, yeah, he did. So we had all our regular clients. Plus that we had this wave, you know, in 2010 that just never stopped really. And so that's when I just had to, I had to drop everything. And thank goodness at the time I wasn't working some kind of other job. I was just raising our son, but I really had to step it up that year and, and just figure out what we were doing on a large scale. And then I helped with the film production company, but you know, as far as being the astrology office manager, it happened in 2010 because of that increased publicity we got. And it's been, and it's been running ever since, which is absolutely fabulous. So everybody loves Camille. She's got such a great personality. She, she's and it shows in her chart, in her Vedic chart. She's just, she's got a heart of gold. She's got Jupiter in the fourth house. And no, very blessed. <laughs> trust me, trust me, trust me. Every person I see with that is very, very sweet. I help Jeff put things into English. No, I'm, I'm kidding. No, but I do. I do a lot of writing for Jeff. Like when we do articles, um, newsletters, I edit the stuff that he writes. Um, I, it's helpful to have what he knows, you know, go through the mind of someone who is not an astrologer because I help sometimes to translate it down into English, one other increment, you know? Um, so it's good. Like if, if I read it and I don't understand it, then I say, Jeff, you got to, you know, clarify this into English because astrologers tend to be so comfortable in the jargon of the astrology I mean, he's really good in sessions explaining things to people in English, but you know, sometimes I need, you know, like if he says, Oh, there's a Saturn, this or a Jupiter that I'm like, I'm like, you need to tell people what does Saturn mean? 
what does Jupiter mean? Otherwise it means nothing to them. Right. So thank you. I, (laughs) so I, I help him, um, communicate to the outside world. I have very strong skills in language. I have two college degrees. I went to Catholic school. I was a teacher's pet front row, magna cum laude, you know, so I like, I was a teacher. I was a substitute teacher and I taught two at two colleges. So I'm used to having a red pen in my head and doing all of that kind of nitty gritty and, um, you know, stuff that Jeff doesn't really like to do as far as, um, language. Jeff is really good with data crunching and doing astrology, but I'm, I'm better with, um, you know, language and editing and sentence structure and things like that. And I think that's, that's something good to point out to our listeners, couples who are in business or thinking about getting business together. A lot of times you do have a tech person, like I've got Barry and he's the tech person. And, you know, and even Jeff is the tech person in his area of expertise, which is astrology. There, there's jargon that goes with the industry. And there's got to be somebody, you know, it, it's it's an important role of somebody who translates, who makes it, makes the jargon, makes the thoughts and the ideas available to everybody. Yeah. And a perfect example is um, a couple of weeks ago, friends of ours, um, one of them is an astrologer. Right. And, and she gave us a reading and she's talking and talking and talking. And when she was done, I said to her, I have to tell you, I have absolutely no idea what you just said. And I had to well, translate you know, that's a good point, home. because of one of the things that I have been doing the last five or six years, the Internet is our friend. And most people have Macs. And if they don't, they have PCs. I, my sessions are so visual. It's so cool to be able to show people exactly what's happening and explain it and keep it in plain English. Even people like business guys, I have a lot of business people in the entertainment business, A-list actors, B-list actors and actresses. And what's interesting is the visual ability to see and screen record. They actually make a movie of their session. It's, It's absolutely amazing. That's, that's really cool. That's, I mean, that is definitely something that, uh, that having the person who, I hate to say dumb it down, but sometimes you need just to no, put it dumb in, it down dumb is the right down way. Is yeah, the right way to say it. <laughs> yeah, it, you it, know, it needs to be comprehensive. And, comprehensive. And, and, That's Jeff yeah. is the, saying it the and polite I way we're saying. Say it. the the internet is amazing. I mean, I remember back in the eighties. You know, the whirring cassette tapes, and clients would walk out with you know piles of paper and. The ones that knew astrology loved it. The ones that didn't, it was like very abstract. The internet and the graphic capability, and I have a whole like screen presentation that's done where they really get it. It keeps it in plain English and they really, really get, oh, I get this, you know. And um, it's wonderful because I can play it back over and over again and they get to hear themselves and me pointing on the screen recording. So yeah, technology has really aided that a lot. And I think it's helped Camille and I too in the business. I mean, just the emails, the Facebook, uh, you know, you just business is different today in, in the technical world. It's, it's really a blessing in a lot of ways. Absolutely. It, it is. And I want to take us back a little bit from, well, a time frame between 2010 and now, and let us know what your biggest entrepreneurial disagreement was and how you work through it. Well, I would say, you know, I am a taskmaster and I'm very efficient 
And Jeff, when he's focusing his mind on something, does not like to be interrupted. And so whether he's studying a new book that just got translated, you know, or he is working on the film production company and building something, you know, we have a lot of gear that he maintains and knows script. how to work or writing a script or do, he doesn't like um to be interrupted. Right. So, but I'm getting this barrage of emails requesting scheduling all the time and phone calls. Right. And so, you know, the hardest thing has been not only to set hours for ourselves and limits on our availability to people because everybody wants everything, you know, pretty much right away, not everybody. And then we have retainer clients that have a higher status of, um, uh, time allotment that we, you know, choose to get back to them. So, uh, for me, I want to be efficient, efficient, efficient. And for Jeff, he's like, no, I don't want to hear it right now. Do not even I come feel like and tell I'm in a me. Paintball game. She, she's yeah. always shooting at me. <laughs> so, <laughs> she's always we, blasting me. Another client wants to talk to you. I'm like, oh my God, please. Yeah. It's, it's never closed ever. Yeah. So, so we've, we've tried to set up parameters on that and then we break our own rules and then we try again and we break our own rules. So my, you know, my best advice would be to people is, is do set some kind of hours and rules and then keep to them. Uh, so that, I mean, that's still something that we struggle with and we, it's, we it's in our nature too, though, but it's, and you got all these different time zones. It's also part of our, 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 our personalities, you know, mine being very hyper efficient and, and him being very project focused. Um, so that's been hard for me, um, because I, I just say, I'm just trying to do my job. You know, I have to do this job for you because that's the way it is. And yet, um, you know, he sometimes just needs a break or he, his brain needs to go off and do something else and not be interrupted. <laughs> I, I was expecting a, a, a rebuttal from Jeff. <laughs> He's like, no, it's like, know. nope. Yep. yep. Exactly she's, she's, yeah, she's, she's, she's right. Uh huh. That's it. So <laughs> That's it. <laughs> let's go to the flip side of that. Tell us some of the joys that you experience working together and living together and how it's changed your lives. Well, I'll say, I mean, it's really fun to create our own schedules when, when we do stop working, you know, to create our own lifestyle and, um, bringing in the film company, we shot a short film together in Arizona. And, um, that's when it really becomes a family thing too, sometimes because, you know, I act and my son acts and even Jeff acts. So, you know, we all had parts in this short film and then we cast about 12 other actors. Um, and so sometimes it all really does come together and it's this big fun thing. Um, we actually got that angel story in the beginning of the film. Yeah. It's like a guardian Guardian angel Angel. story. So, um, that part of it is really cool. And and there are things about us owning this production company together that serve me as an actor because I can create my own footage, uh, which we're going to be doing shortly. Um, you know, cause I took a lot of time off acting for instance, to raise our son. And so when I came back into it and we moved back here last year, all my old good stuff was old and they don't care about that here in Hollywood. They want to see what you look like today and who are you working with today and, you know, so I, I have, I'm, I'm scrambling right now. I've, I've got some films I've just done that I'm waiting for footage, but you know, Jeff and I can shoot our own footage, um, together with that short and present 
things that are useful to my this other career I have this this actress career so it it works well together um nowadays people audition by video a lot of the time so I have to do a video audition in the house email it to a casting director and then if they want to see you they bring you in which is great because you don't have to drive as much as you used to all over town and also I'm from New Orleans I could do video audition back in New Orleans and maybe get cast there and flown into New Orleans so you know that, that again technology has changed everybody's business not just astrologers obviously and and Jeff is very tech knowledgeable, so I need him to help me do things like that. I mean, I'm starting to get the hang of it, but I am really technically challenged, and he is really good at that kind of stuff. So um, there are a lot of ways that working together is really cool, you know. So you guys and and you know we talked mostly about the astrology because everybody's fascinated with that, but you do have two distinct businesses: one in film production, and you're and and Camille, you're an actress. And then the astrology business, I really like how each of you plays off the other in in the business that you're the strongest in. I mean, not to say that Jeff isn't strong in film production because, hey, that's that's a company that he had and that's a business that he was doing before um, it, it before you came along, Camille, and you know even before he was doing uh, astrology as a as a more full time thing. But in your acting and in your son's acting career, there's Jeff as this supporting and, you know, doing everything he, he can role to get you guys to move ahead. And Jeff, here you've got, you're an astrologer, you have A-list clients and, and high up clients and then schleps like Barry and I probably. And here's Camille supporting you in that way. I think that's so fabulous. I think that's one of the joys of 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 being on that same mindset of of living and working yeah, together. It's it's really great. It, it really is. And she's she is so good with clients. She's really efficient and takes the time and speaks to them. And I, I really couldn't do that. I mean before it was interesting. I lived in Beverly Hills for years and I would just get clients. I'd I'd be sitting somewhere or it'd be word of mouth and so and so would tell someone else and then I, they would just you know, I do a lot of contract signing, uh, real estate deals, uh, electional astrology is picking times to do anything from sign a contract, start a movie, take a trip, sell a, a house with a real estate agent, all that. So it's it's fun stuff and I was doing so much of that. But when when it got more like Camille said, where she she's really a wonderful marketer, and that's something I never even wanted to do. It just found me, yeah. and um, it, it's it's probably you know good that that we have our each unique skill sets, and I'm sure that works the same way for for you and Barry. It, it does, and I'm going to put you on the spot here a sec for a second, Jeff, because. If if you read, do the charts. What's it called? The Ayurvedic. Yeah. If if you do that, you know, I for, do a lot of type of astrology. Okay. If you do all of that stuff, yeah. Can't you tell Camille which roles she should be auditioning for, and that the ones that she's going to get? Well, you, you know, <laughs> yes, I can. And, and what's interesting is I've been telling her she was really disrupt with going back into it, and I was the one. Um, we, we're putting together this amazing mobile production unit, and it has lighting grip, camera posts. It's even got hydraulic light lifts on top. It's got super quiet generator on it and distribution. It's like a rolling studio in one, and we can just pull right up, do scenes anywhere, whether it's indoors or outside stuff. 
well, we can light up a street with this thing. So the, the fun thing is, I was the one who said to her in Tucson, I said, let's move back to California. And she's like, oh, really? I said, yeah. I said, you're about to hit a peak cycle in her career. And what's interesting about real astrology is you can see stuff that is, there's phases everyone is in. No question about it. Some phases you will never have again in your life. Um, they're, they're energies. I, I liken it to when you go surfing, if there's waves and you know how to surf, you're probably going to have a good time. If you're going surfing and there's no waves that day, you might as well stay home, right? Get the suntan oil out. So that's how a lot of these cycles work. And she has an amazing cycle coming up at the end of this year. And she's been running off. Um, I've been fixing her BMW now so she can go to auditions without any problems. And, um, and fit right in. I am running my right. car ragged, driving around. She oh, yeah. Is. I'm doing yeah. jobs. and No, but it's true. You know, it's helpful when, when he says things to me like, because when, you know, earlier when we met, he said, um, you're more of a writer than an actor. And actually, I was writing. I wrote for a magazine for five years. And and now he's like, you know, you should do the acting again. What the heck? And and now I'm I'm back into that. And I'm having fun with it. And I'm 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 taking classes and I'm I'm getting little jobs, you know, I'm waiting for the big jobs and I'm union, so it's kind of tricky and I'm you know, I have one agent and I need another, all the stuff, you know, it's logistical stuff. She, um, she has two cycles coming up. One she won't hit again until she's almost ninety years old or eighty. Let's go, and, Camille, get on the ball here. Yeah. Well, you know, it's 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 funny because I'm forty nine right now and you know, there's a lot of pressure on women. Um, you know, ageism and, and how you look and how much you weigh and all of this. And when you're an actor, you feel that more than the average person, right? Because of that whole castability, what do I look like on camera? And it's, it, but the good part about it is it does make you take better care of yourself. And, you, you know, like you do try not to gain too much weight and you do what it takes to compete. Um, but having the, the astrology business be the backbone of the the other businesses, um, which are you know less profitable right now, um, is a huge relief because I'm able to enjoy myself and not be running around like in my 20s doing substitute teaching and faux finishing and catering and being a zookeeper and all these crazy jobs I did when I was acting when I was young before I met Jeff. So um, it's there is comfort in the financial freedom and the the wisdom of old age <laughs> always is the wisdom of old, old age. age i love it yeah she's 49 yeah. <laughs> so can you tell us what books either of you have read that you could recommend to our listeners that have helped you in your business life well um i haven't really read much as far as like working together as a couple but now you're going to make me want to check that out on amazon um i i'm reading you can't uh, yet we haven't written the book yet this oh, is true you guys are writing it so <laughs> self-management for actors by bonnie gillespie is a good one i'm reading it, it teaches actors how to really work the business end of their own marketing um empire because that's really what you are when you're an actor is it's you inc you know and and so you are all about doing the marketing for yourself until you get to a level where somebody else does that for you and you pay them, you know, and, and being selective about where you put your energy and working smart rather than working hard. So that's a good book that I'm reading right now for that wing of my, my business. 
Um, and Jeff's always reading astrology books, these really difficult well, I, I texts. Do that. Well, and I'm also reading a lot of ancient translations. I love stuff out of uh, like one book I'm enamored with right now because there's so much contention in the religions. Um, to, to quote George, he said, the best thing that come out of the religions was the music, and that may be applicable today. Um, not that some of the religions aren't wonderful, but there's always been dissension with religious people against astrology. And one of the books I'm really enamored with right now that actually helps in self-help, it's called the Sefer HaHagilgum, which is the a strange Hebrew word, which means the book of reincarnation. And a lot of people don't know that, even in Judaism, that that there is specifically texts, and in the Vedantic texts too, that talk about karma. Tikkun is the word in the West, um, or maybe just responsibility for your actions. And I love this because a lot of the self-help books that I've read in the past, like most people have read Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Uh, They've studied some Tony Robbins, Courses in Miracles and all that and Power Versus Force with Stephen Hawkins. Those are all books I've read years ago and studied assiduously. But I find that some of the ancient texts in Vedantic uh, literature, as well as the ancient Kabbalistic texts, are even more powerful. And that's a book I'm working on right now is how to apply ancient sciences to the modern world. And um, that's stuff I do on my, a lot of people say I'm an astrologer, but I think I'm much more of a spiritual coach using the ancient arts of astrology to get people tuned in to phases and timing in their life. Because I don't think astrology predicts the future. I think it shows energy points. It's very similar to vectors. And, you know, I have a lot of psychiatrists and psychologists that I have as clients, and we really have fun with this stuff. And that's a great interest of mine is how to help people become more aware. Like take my son, for instance. Right now, he has a very challenging cycle. He has Saturn in the 12th. No. Yeah. Oh, Uh, God. Now, what that means in plain English, okay, everybody goes to that barbecue at least twice in their lifetime. Saturn has a 28 and a half year cycle approximately, and everybody's going to have that. It's different for everyone. Now, what that means in plain English is that's a time when you get more introverted. And psychologically, this is a time when major belief changes happen. Now, that happens to every kid, but this happens to adults, children teenagers, old people, you name it, it always happens when that cycle comes about. And it's interesting um, how psychologically I show diagrams about that and people go, oh, I get it. And my son, I'm like, hey, you're really exchanging beliefs from the past and this is helping him in school. This is helping him to understand that you you can't hang on to a lot of stuff that isn't healthy for you. Now it's time to plant new seeds. It's like the farmer planting seeds. It's There's a time to plant, there's a time to grow, there's a time to weed, and there's a time to harvest, and there's a time to cook and celebrate. And that's it, it gives you that. And that's what was so cool about that. And I, I do that with a lot of mothers too. But it was really great for Camille and I. We, we actually talk about that a lot. I'm like, look, Aiden has this going on. Let's support him in this. And I think it's helped a lot. Remember Camille not too long ago, he didn't even want to go to school anymore. That was beginning of last year. He wanted to be homeschooled. And I said, no, no, Aiden, Aiden, you have to understand. And I think that putting it into practical rubber meets the road terminology helps people. And uh, I would say it's helped us. Wouldn't you, Camille? 
Yeah, I mean, um, it's it's good to kind of for, use it like a weather report. I mean, we don't use it for everything. We don't use it to take out the trash, you know. And I don't I don't necessarily believe all the same stuff Jeff believes. You know, we we disagree on some of the spiritual components of all this, but um, I do I do believe that the astrology works really well. So I don't know what that is, but it works. So um, you know, it's it's interesting having um, in our case a spiritual discipline thing as a uh, business. You know, a lot of people have, they can really separate their spirituality and their business. Um, for us, that it's all intertwined. So that can be challenging sometimes. And, um, but it's also, you know, uh, interesting for, for certainly. And I guess well, I, I think it's been a guiding light in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It has. Right. And, and you don't need to know how it works. You just need to know that it works. That it works. Exactly. Well, th- it's, exactly. Yeah, it's just doing its thing. Box, it doesn't care if you believe it. in it. Yeah. It, I mean, it works whether you know it's it's like gravity. It's just doing its thing. You know, you don't have to uh, believe in it. It's, you know, whether you go and, and see what's happening in your weather report, your weather report is still happening to you. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Now, if you can give our listeners one piece of advice, what would that be? I would say set schedules and hours and keep to them and um, honor your time off because otherwise it's very hard to go from working to personal if you're constantly interrupting the personal with ideas about the working. I I agree. I agree. Yeah, I totally agree too. Okay, so in the spirit of honoring your time off, was that a good segue? No, that was horrible. That was a horrible segue. No, just, just kidding. All right. In the spirit of we have one Jew and one Italian in the room here uh, doing this, what is your favorite meal to cook together or what is your favorite meal at your favorite restaurant? (laughs) Well, Jeff likes it when I cook, but when we do make something together, it's usually juice in the juicer and uh, (laughs) we throw all kinds of crazy stuff in there and come up with all these variations of color and flavor in the juicer. And then he cleans it, which is the best part. Oh yeah. We, yeah, we kind of stopped using the juicer on account of the cleaning was driving me crazy. He's the best cook on the planet. I'm I, I always Louisiana. say if, if everything else yeah. fails, we'll start a B&B. It's I no like to make um, like crawfish etouffee, stuff like that once in a while. Uh, but we eat healthy, so we don't eat a lot of rich Louisiana food. But I've found ways to make it a little less rich. Can yeah. you can you imagine that B and B that Jeff wants to open now? <laughs> no, you can't go on that tour. So you want to go on this tour? Sure. That, because that, Saturn is or something. That's exactly it. Yeah, huh? that's yeah. exactly it. Okay, and last question before we break: red, white, or beer? Red. Woman after my own heart. Yeah, red. Red. Yeah, yeah red. <laughs> yeah, red. Yeah. If she's pouring, I'll drink it. But yeah, red. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, I'll drink. Yeah. So let's go ahead and and uh, take a quick commercial break, and we'll come back with our pet peeve. Hey, everybody, we know you love audio. Why else would you be listening to this podcast? Through audible.com, together 24-7 listeners can get a free audiobook. That's a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial. There's over 180,000 titles to choose from. Just go to www.audibletrial.com slash together. Again, the website is www.audibletrial.com slash together. Listeners, you have a business. You need a website. 
There are a million choices out there, so where do you turn? Well, HostGator.com has one-click WordPress installs, or you can use their drag-and-drop website builder. They also have service and support available around the clock every day of the year, so you know you're in good hands. They already have low prices, and now HostGator.com has taken it a step further for our listeners. Use promo code TOGETHER247 to get 25% off their hosting services. Don't wait. Hit pause now and sign up at HostGator.com, unless you're driving. Then wait till you get where you're going. Remember, use promo code TOGETHER247 to get an additional 25% off at HostGator.com. Welcome back. Catherine, talk yes. to us about our pet peeve today. Um, that's it. You're pet, done. Yeah, that's it. I'm done. Well, well, Camille has expressed a, uh, a, a client pet peeve that I'm sure many in various different businesses have, uh, experienced this. We did with, with, uh, with our software company. Absolutely. Camille, Absolutely. Camille, go ahead and peeve. Well, I mean, my biggest pet peeve is, you know, the nature of Jeff's astrology business is, is people don't call astrologers when everything's going great usually, unless they're having him plan their wedding date or something. You know, it's always some crisis, and they they want uh, they want to talk to him in the middle of the night, or they want to talk to him on Sunday, or you know, it's always something that they wouldn't do to another person in business. And I think you know we make some allowances for that, and then we 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 have bad habits develop in our clients. So unless they're a retainer client, you know, we, I have to get really strict with um, hours and scheduling. And then another thing that cracks me up is when I when I tell people out in the world I'm married to an astrologer, they always think I said astronomer, and they ask me, "Oh, what observatory is he working at?" <laughs> I'm like, "No, no, 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 astrologer." And, and then there are the simple folk like me that, for the longest time, didn't know the difference. Mm. Yeah, they so, used to be one in the same. Yeah, all the early astronomers were astrologers. astrologers you right. see, so I was right the whole time. You, you were right the whole time, honey. That's it. that's it. You were absolutely right. So, um, Jeff, that's Carm why you guys get along. She tells you that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I need to do that more. It's it's not in his stars. It's in my it's it's in my dictate. Anyway, Jeff and Camille, thank you so much for being on the show. We're going to have in the show notes every which way that you can get in touch with Jeff and Camille. Uh, Conjunction, Conjunction LLC. We've got Conjunction Entertainment, uh, Jeff Harmon. .com. Dot com. Jeff Harmon .com, Camille James Harmon .com. God, you guys all have your own dot coms, but the Facebooks, the Twitter, it'll all be there it'll in the show notes. It'll all be folks. there on the show Thank notes. Thank you guys so much for being with us, for telling us a little bit about um, you know, how the universe works. I think the biggest thing that I got from this, from from what Jeff was saying about the cycles, and I know this, I've, you know, standard astrology, I've talked to Ayurvedics, um, uh, feng shui and everything. There are different cycles in our life. So out there, my entrepreneurs who are listening, don't feel bad when you get bored with whatever it is that you're doing and you move on to the next thing because it's probably a different cycle in your life. Just give Jeff a call and he'll tell you all about it. So We'll see everyone next time. We will see you guys next time. Thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having us on. Thanks. We want to thank you again for listening. Be sure to go to iTunes to subscribe to our podcast, rate it, and review it. And if you have any suggestions, just email us directly, together at together247.net. Check us out on our website at together247.net slash resources for some great ideas resources, and offers for your business. And don't forget to click on our sponsor's links as well.
Do you own a business with your sweetheart? We'd love to hear from you. Email us at guests at together247.net. And don't forget, we have a new episode every Monday and every Thursday. So go ahead and subscribe and keep on listening.